Live from Delaware's News Center, you're listening to Delaware's Afternoon News. Here's Chris Carl. Good afternoon, sunshine and 79 degrees in Wilmington at 3.03. Delaware's mask mandate and social distancing requirements in most cases are lifting at the end of the week. WDEL's Amy Cherry reports. The state's mask mandate will lift for vaccinated persons in conjunction with CDC guidance this Friday, but there won't be enforcement of a person's vaccination status. Governor John Carney called it a confusing and challenging issue for all states. Because you don't know who's vaccinated and who's not, and we don't, uh, we're not going to be in the business of asking people for our so-called vaccine passports. But masks will continue to be required regardless of your vaccination status in government buildings, prisons, healthcare settings, and on public transit. Businesses can also continue to require masks if they choose. And I know we'll be working with a lot of employers trying to figure that out for their individual establishments, particularly retail establishments. Some major retailers, though, like Target and CVS, have already said they'll drop the mask mandate for vaccinated people if permitted under local jurisdictions. Amy Cherry, WDEL, Delaware's News Radio. The investigation continues into last night's fatal fire in the Richardson Park area. Five Points firefighters were called to Middleborough Crest Apartments around 7.30 p.m. They found a man in an apartment who suffered burns and smoke inhalation. He later died at a hospital. A woman arrested in connection with a shooting last fall on Wilmington's east side. Police cuffing 20-year-old Yasmeen Stewart. They say she shot an 18-year-old man on North Pine Street in October. He was hospitalized at the time and did survive. The Stewart faces charges of assault and weapons counts. A bill introducing black-focused history to school curriculum in Delaware heard today in the State Senate Education Committee. WDEL's DJ McEnany reports. You can't solve racism with more racism. This bill seeks to teach our children to judge based on the color of their skin and potential inequalities, and that if you aren't African-American, you should be ashamed of your race and then fear that they could be seen as white supremacists because of the color of their skin. Despite some backlash from public commenters like Karina Slater, who sees lessons focused on black history as some kind of detriment to education, House Bill 198 found bipartisan support in the Senate Education Committee with both Democratic senators like Laura Sturgeon. We certainly want to elevate the stories that have traditionally not been told and some of the struggles, very real struggles that black people have had to overcome. And Republican senators like Colin Benini voicing support of the legislation. Under no circumstances are we telling school districts to put in curriculums that separate people or tell people that one race is better than another or that people should feel guilty about who they are. DJ McEnany, WDEL, Delaware's News Radio. Country music star Jimmy Allen returning home for the second time this year. He's going to headline a new music festival in his hometown of Milton called the first annual Betty James Fest. The festival at Hudson Fields is named after his father and grandmother, whose memory will live on through the festival. Other artists set to perform include DJ Jazzy Jeff, Neon Union, and Chase Martin. Allen played in Dewey Beach last week for a benefit concert to raise money for the family of fallen Delmar police officer Keith Heacock. Still to come as Delaware's afternoon news continues, could the Summer Olympics be canceled again? Plus, we check your forecast from the WDEL Weather Center next. I'm Chris Carl. Thanks for joining us, and stay tuned here on WDEL as Delaware's afternoon news continues. Today is Jennifer Steele Day on WDEL. Give Jennifer a call or text and wish her a happy day. Hi, it's Peter MacArthur, Delaware's Morning News. Everything you need to know as you head into work, along with Traffic Watch on the Nines, your National Weather Service forecast. That's 5.30 to 9. Then at 9 a.m., Delaware. We talk with those people making headlines in our area and the newsmakers making decisions that affect you and your family. Delaware's Morning News, 5.30 to 9. Dell Aware, 9 to 10, each weekday morning. 
1150, 101.7 FM, and WDEL.com. Whatever happens next happens here. Delaware's News from WDEL and CBS throughout the day on 1150 AM and 101.7 FM, WDEL. Your forecast from the WDEL Weather Center. Clear skies tonight, low down to 56. Sunny, warm tomorrow, high 86. Same for Thursday, sunshine, high again, 86. Partly sunny Friday, high 85. Sunny and warm through the weekend as well. Well, the Phillies are back home tonight to face the Marlins. Zach Wheeler on the mound for the Phils. Our pregame coverage here on WDEL starts at 6.30. The Orioles begin a series with Tampa down at Camden Yards. The Blue Rocks on the road for the first time this season. They start a series in Aberdeen tonight. And the NBA's play-in tournament begins tonight with the Sixers keeping an eye on it because it will determine who their first-round opponent will be. Charlotte takes on Indiana in the first game with the winner advancing to a second play-in game. The losers eliminated. Later tonight, Washington takes on Boston. The winner secures the seventh seed. The loser must play an elimination game against the Charlotte-Indiana winner. With COVID cases surging, a medical group in Japan is calling for the upcoming Olympics to be canceled. The delayed 2020 Olympics are just two months away, but a doctor's group in Japan is calling for the event to be canceled amid fears the nation's healthcare system could be overwhelmed by COVID. The Tokyo medical practitioners now asking the IOC to cancel the event that will bring thousands of athletes, coaches, and media to the country. The doctors say their hospitals are already at capacity and the Olympics could be a tipping point. New COVID infections in Japan are still near record high levels. I'm Rory O'Neill. Well, professional sports teams in Texas may soon be required to play the national anthem before every home game. Republican Representative Dustin Barrows describes what would happen if a team didn't play the anthem. If they violate this provision, then the agreement is void and it subjects the team to any penalty the agreement authorizes for defaulting. This could include requiring the team to repay any money paid to the team. The bill in the Texas state legislature, written after the NBA's Dallas Mavericks, decided to not play the anthem. The bill still needs the approval of the Texas House before heading to the governor's desk. One person airlifted to the hospital following a rollover crash on Adams Dam Road at Bitterman Golf Course late this morning. The two-vehicle crash was reported around 11.45 a.m. Arriving units from Tallyville Fire Company had to extricate the victim from an SUV lying on its side. The injured person was then transferred by state police helicopter, which had landed at the golf course. The injuries are not believed to be life-threatening. County police are investigating. Well, the son of former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani announcing he's running for governor of New York. Andrew Giuliani tells the New York Post he's a politician out of the womb, and it's in his DNA. Referring to growing up with his father as mayor of New York City, Andrew Giuliani has served as a White House aide to former President Trump. He's never ran for public office before, but will seek the Republican nomination for governor next year. Giuliani would first have to get by Congressman Lee Zeldin on Long Island and former Westchester County Executive Rob Astorino in the primary before taking on Governor Cuomo. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. Well, Tennessee set to be the first state to require the posting of signs at places that allow transgender people to use bathrooms based on their gender identity. The bill signed by Republican Governor Bill Lee means businesses and government facilities open to the public must post signs where transgender people can use multi-person changing rooms, locker rooms, and bathrooms that are not linked to their gender at birth. This days after Lee signed legislation putting public schools 
and districts at risk of losing civil lawsuits if they allow transgender students or employees to use multi-person bathrooms or locker rooms reflecting their gender identity. The LGBTQ advocacy group, the Human Rights Campaign, calls the law discriminatory. Allison Keyes, CBS News. Well, many other car brands are doing it. Now, Lamborghini set to make an electric car. Lamborghini has announced plans for a fully electric car sometime before the year 2030. The Italian supercar maker says in the next 10 years, the company will transition into hybrid models before it launches on all electric ones. Its CEO says by the end of 2024, every model that Lamborghini offers will be a plug-in hybrid. With those, it hopes to reduce the overall carbon emissions of its cars in half by early 2025. Matt Piper, CBS News. Still to come on WDEL, a North Carolina prosecutor says police deputies involved in the shooting of Andrew Bound Jr. were justified in their use of deadly force. Right now at 3.15, time for the latest WDEL reopening Delaware update. I'm Chris Carl. Well, in Delaware, starting Friday, capacity restrictions will be lifted at restaurants, retail shops, gyms, businesses, and houses of worship. Social distancing will also be reduced in most cases, except in schools, where three feet will still be required. Also starting Friday, fully vaccinated people will no longer be required to wear a face mask. In Pennsylvania, all statewide capacity restrictions will be lifted May 31st, though local municipalities and school districts still have the option to continue their own restrictions, and masks should still be worn. Pennsylvania's mask order won't be lifted until 70% of Pennsylvanians 18 and older are fully vaccinated. In Philadelphia, a two-phase approach to reopening begins Friday, with limits being lifted on retail stores and offices. All capacity-related restrictions will be lifted on June 11th in Philadelphia. Masks continue to be mandatory. New Jersey will eliminate indoor capacity limits at restaurants and gyms tomorrow. Masks are still required, even for vaccinated people. Maryland has lifted its mask mandate, and all restrictions have been lifted for indoor and outdoor dining, as well as sports and entertainment venues and conventions in Maryland. SEPTA set to eliminate capacity limits on its trolleys, buses, and trains on June 1st. Masks will still be required. Well, the latest numbers show 37% of Americans are fully vaccinated, according to the CDC. 37% of Delawareans are fully vaccinated. 46% have gotten at least one dose of vaccine. COVID-related hospitalizations in the state have fallen to 77, the lowest level since September the average daily increase of new COVID cases in Delaware down to 120. That's the lowest level since October 1st. And keep it here for continuing updates on WDEL.